0: Broadcasting from behind the second amendment iron curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline. This is Gun for Hire Radio, the voice of 1 million New Jersey gun owners with your hosts, Sandy Barardi and Master Firearms Trainer Anthony Calandra. Yay!
1: I forgot the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation going on 11 weeks behind the mask.
2: 11 weeks. My governor is an idiot. He's flattened the curve, all right, for New Jersey businesses and jobs and income. He sure has flattened the curve. There is a lot going on. Uh, Monday, Memorial Day, I will be speaking in Point Pleasant. Okay. It's at the public beach right on the corner of Arnold and Ocean Avenue. Supposedly there's free parking, but also supposedly Point Pleasant Beach closed off all parking for only residents. So anybody that's coming down to show their support, they can uh, always park a few miles away in Uber, to the beach. That's what I'll have to do. If, if I have to, uh, this is being done across the country, uh, West coast and Midwest and, uh, East coast all at the same time on Memorial day to open this damn country back up again, because let's talk about this right now. How have we let our elected public servants become the masters of our life? Amen. It, it is no longer about safety, public health and science. As responsible adults, we know it's all about control. Mm-hmm. The longer we wait to reclaim our lives, the less life we will have to reclaim, Sandy. Uh, I'm, I'm a firm believer yep. in that. Uh, I have a lot more uh, stuff to talk about. I'm going to be speaking also the 30th. Everybody out there, Randolph, New Jersey. I'm going to be speaking at a uh, Randolph Tennis Center on 1578 Sussex Turnpike in Randolph. It's a... uh because you can play port. tennis
1: and you can't shoot, though.
2: Yeah, but she, this girl Jenny, has an indoor tennis uh, place and pickleball, oh. and she can't open because only outdoors allowed. You can play singles, but you can't play doubles.
1: Well, it's the science, Ed. You know, you cannot get a coronavirus outside, but playing tennis, but only inside playing tennis.
2: Correct. And that's going to be 12 to 2 on Saturday, the 30th, up at the Randolph Tennis Center. I'm going to be up there representing and supporting as well because the people have had it. You see what's going on with this Altis Gym down in Belmore? That's uh, just... After the third day of opening, the Board of Health in the middle of the night put, put signs on their doors uh, that they are being embargoed. Okay, and, I don't even what know what the hell that mean? means. Yeah, right. I don't I don't know. Uh also their source system backed up, the Board of Health closed them down for that. Uh they're filing a formal lawsuit. There was a woman in Westfield that was doing a Facebook live. She was selling stuff out of her store like a secondhand store, right. allowing one person at a time to come in, and the police came in and shut it down and gave her a summons. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, we're letting criminals out to stop the spread of coronavirus. And we were all under house arrest for the past 10, 11 weeks. And we're locking people up for violations. At Alta's gym, as the uh, gym members were coming out, the police were asking them their name and issuing them summonses. (laughs) Yes, one of the patrons would not give his name, and they locked him up. Oh, my God. Yep, they locked him up. This, this is what we have going on. All right, now, so, he,
1: it, you know, they, they were going to issue a summons, but they locked him up for going to a gym where he might be infected and put him in a prison that he's definitely going to get infected. Okay, yeah, I get it. It's yeah. sort of like, you know, if you wanted to kill the most old people possible, you would take them, uh, take positive COVID patients and put them into, like, I don't know, nursing homes like New Jersey and New York did.
2: And uh, at his presser the other day, Murphy had his uh, medical woman, Judy Persichelli, went through a whole timeline of everything they've done.
1: She's a nurse, by the way.
2: Yeah, with nursing homes because they're starting to the cover your ass thing right now. Oh,
1: of course. Yeah. Uh,
2: uh, in New Jersey, 56% of the people who died were in nursing homes. Here's here's the funny thing, Sandy. 1,400 deaths this week have been removed by the state of New Jersey uh, to bring the number of COVID deaths from our long-term care facilities because although the deaths appear to be COVID-caused deaths, they were never lab-confirmed.
1: So they just go ahead and check the box.
2: Yes, so listen to this. But even worse, the state is continuing to count those deaths in the overall state total every day.
1: Of course, because it's money.
2: So yeah, so listen to me. So, (laughs) but even worse, the state is continuing to count these debts in the overall state total. Today's total death count was just reported as 10,500 with 162 new deaths. Yesterday's total was 10,400 with 75 new deaths. Friday's death was 10,100. How do we continue to have 10,500 deaths if we subtracted 1,400 in the past 24 hours? If data determines dates, the data better make sense. Well, uh, it doesn't. You know what I mean? So, we're fucked. The data uh,
1: the data has been skewed from the beginning of time with this whole thing because the data that they have been relying on was spurious data to begin with. It came from a guy who if he if he is has a track record for anything, it is a track record for being wrong for completely overestimating deaths and yet we still count on the, on that same data
2: uh you know he comes out every day and he talks about their precious souls and i want to give a shout out to this one and a shout out to that one it's a freaking pep rally but what was what was incredible at his press conference on thursday i had been doing some back uh Back of the house dealings with Doug Steinhardt, who's the uh, the chairman of the New Jersey GOP. And right. he told me Wednesday night that uh, some local businesses, small businesses at the GOP are going to file a lawsuit in Superior Court in New Jersey against uh, the Crown and the AG and the Superintendent of State Police. And I was left off the lawsuit because of I'm too toxic. That's what I was told. But it's the truth, because what would have happened was this lawsuit would have become about gun ranges, NRA board of director with a big mouth who's abrasive and everything. They did use my parallel in the lawsuit about how Murphy did not allow gun ranges. But then when we sued him, he said, "Okay, outdoor gun ranges are okay." Yeah. Just to show how flippant he is with his decisions. Mm. Right. Because every day at the press conferences, he gets asked. Why can people go into Lowe's but they can't go and buy stuff but they can't go into mom and pop stores right. practicing social distancing? Right. And he basically just, you know, fluffs it off. Yeah. Meanwhile, Target, Lowe's, all of these big companies, all these big box retailers, their profits have gone up like 150%. Of course, because people have nowhere else to go. Right. Because the big boxes
1: are going to be fine. It's the mom and pop. And if you if you know, if you want to be maniacal about it, you could just say that uh, it's, it's a strategy to hurt those people who are Trump supporters. Right. Because the big box stores, you know that they're limousine liberal Democrats. The small mom and pops that employ virtually all of the working people in this country are the ones being harmed right now. So if you if you take if you harm the people uh, that voted for Trump, you're teaching them somehow a lesson, aren't you?
2: Yes. You know, we're uh, we're going to have a huge mental health crisis in this country.
1: Oh, it's already now. So it's, let me let, let me
2: let me tell you, I I posted a gotcha screen grab everywhere. I had sent it to you. So Murphy was doing his presser on Thursday, and his presser started at one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Unbeknownst to him, the GOP filed their lawsuit around noon. So Murphy must have been powwowing with his peeps at the presser, mm. and he didn't know about the lawsuit. So at about one thirty into his presser. The first reporter to ask a question says, you know, uh, do you have any comment about the lawsuit the GOP put against you? You should have say, what? Wait, what? They're (laughs) they're, they're suing me? He had no idea. And the rest of the press conference, about another 40 minutes, you could see how flustered he was. He could not wait to get off of that dais to find out what the hell was going on.
1: Right, because he got broadsided for the first time.
2: Good, good, good. So some highlights of the lawsuit. Okay. That Phil Murphy exceeded his authority by enacting a series of unconstitutional executive orders that have shuttered large swaths of the state's economy, of which have already caused irreparable harm to innumerable small businesses throughout the state. The executive orders unlawfully discriminate between similarly situated businesses by arbitrarily designating some of them as essential and others as non-essentials. Essential businesses are permitted to remain open, while non-essential businesses are forced to close under threat of criminal penalty. (laughs) The governor's classification of some businesses as essential and others as non-essential is completely arbitrary, capricious, and wholly disconnected from the proffered purposes of health and safety. Okay? So now... In doing so, the governor has unfairly protected a group of mostly large corporate chain stores at the great detriment of the state's small businesses in a way that violates substantive due process and equal protection of the laws as guaranteed by the Constitution. What's that? I love it. I love it. He doesn't know what it is. He doesn't really care. So they got barbershops here. They got hardware stores. They got a couple other companies. They they went from uh, you know Sussex County all the way down to, to Cape May Courthouse. Uh, barbershops and stuff, which is really good. Uh, let me see. pallet Callahan's missed it. Okay. So a couple of things. Okay. In pertinent of the executive order 107 gathering of individuals, such as party celebrations or other social events are canceled unless otherwise authorized by the crown. I, I embellish there. All right. The brick and mortar businesses of all non-essential retail businesses must close to the public as long as this order remains in effect. And essential retail businesses are excluded. OK, so they put down grocery stores, hardware stores and everything. But listen to me. Some of the effects. uh let me see. Plaintiffs were forced to close immediately despite their willingness to observe the same health and safety precautions imposed upon essential businesses, including the requirements to abide by social distancing practices. While thousands of businesses were forced to close the doors on March 21st, and without any advance warning, most big-name retailers remain open. Hardware stores such as Home Depot remain open, even though more than 10 people regularly gather in their aisles and at their checkouts. <laughs> That's for damn okay? sure. Lower-volume businesses such as jewelry stores that can ad- operate by appointment only and ensure compliance with health and safety requirements have been arbitrarily shuttered. Some non-essential big-name retailers, such as Walmart, remain open simply because they have a minor grocery or hardware component, which somehow transmutes the entire store into an essential business. Walmart's floor space devoted to non-essential retail, such as the floor space devoted to adult clothing, is allowed to remain open to shoppers, while other clothing stores are forced to close entirely. It's ridiculous. Okay? So the case of Walmart begs the question as to whether a fitness club or other non-essential business could remain open simply by selling screwdrivers at the front desk. Right. Right? Right. So – Murphy has declared alcohol to be an essential product such that liquor stores are permitted to remain open. This is despite the well-known health hazards of alcohol. I have, um, I'm have i mixed on that, all right? Yeah. So we argue that all businesses should remain open so long as they can adhere to reasonable health and safety restrictions. Certainly, alcohol cannot legitimately be classified as an essential product. Uh, so we're going after a violation of equal protection. 14th Amendment here, baby. Okay? So... They went through the whole thing, tons of pages of legalese and everything. I recommend anybody want to read it. It's, it's really good. But they're violating our due process with an arbitrary exercise of the powers of the government. Our legislator hasn't done shit. Steve, a couple of Republicans have come out and chastised Murphy. And Steve Sweeney says we need to start opening you know, the state again. But Murphy, in all of his pressers, takes it personal and does not agree. He says, we're saving lives. Data determines dates. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. And the beat goes on and people are hurting and struggling everywhere. That's why you're starting to see these all these little businesses popping up in defiance. Because they can't do it anymore. Right. Right. Exactly. They can't. They, 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 they can't, can't hang on anymore. They can't do it anymore. Right. I mean, we how, we can't know. do
1: it. The people making the rules and the people reporting the rules are living just fine. In fact, they're actually making more money in the news departments that are leeching off of this. News departments in, in networks traditionally are the biggest losers of money until a crisis or some sort of a thing happens. Then everybody tunes to those networks to find out the news and they can sell a tremendous amount Of advertising, and that's the only time they make money. So how long do you think they want to keep it going for?
2: Forever. Of course. And they're all getting paid. Of course they're getting paid. So uh, there was a great op-ed piece in the New York Post on May 20th by David Marcus, and he talks about – the title is End New York City's Lockdown Now, but this could be applied to New Jersey 100%. He says – I love it. He copied my line. Sometimes a good rant is all a writer can offer. Okay. He was ranting. He wrote last Friday, 3,400 New Yorkers lined up at a Catholic church in Queens to receive free food hours before it opened. Okay. They've had a 200% increase in demand for food at their food bank. All right. He says the lockdown needs to end now. In mid-March, we were told to endure an a lockdown to ensure that hospitals don't get overrun. We did. The hospitals were not overwhelmed, okay? We turned the Javits Center at the hospital. We didn't need it. We brought in a giant Navy ship to treat New Yorkers. We didn't need it. We were told that we were moments away from running out of ventilators. We weren't, okay? Now we have so many in the U.S., we're giving them to other countries, Okay. meanwhile, the Big Apple is dying. Its streets are empty. The bars and clubs, restaurants and coffee houses sit barren. Okay. open the city, all of it right now. Broadway shows, beaches, Yankee games, the schools and the top of the frickin empire state building. All right. New Yorkers have learned to social distance. Businesses can adjust. The elderly and infirm can continue to be isolated. Okay. For two months, we have waited for Harpo Cuomo and Big Bird de Blasio, I added that, to tell us how this ends. Where is ex Mayor Michael Bloomberg and his alleged army of tracers that the government told us was key to reopening? What the hell is going on? Is anybody in charge of this situation? Okay. We should always consider that we are led by idiots. I agree. Okay. We should always consider we're led by idiots. Our politicians serve by our consent. We don't run our businesses or live our lives by their consent. Their suggestion to the contrary is an affront to Americanism. Okay? It has been a long time since this country, let alone this city, really had to deal with the prospect of mass starvation. This isn't about the stock market. It's about parents putting their kids to bed hungry and hoping tomorrow will be something for them to eat if they get up 4.30 in the morning and get in line Mm. for the food bank. And he closes it with, we did what we were asked. We flattened the curve. There is no longer any reasonable justification for the government to deprive us of our livelihoods. And our rights aren't the government's to grant or take away they belong to us the free grant of nature and the god of nature we're americans okay so that's the deal i agree with this guy david marcus 100 percent. we did everything we were supposed to do now pull the freaking trigger and let us go i can open my business with social distancing i don't have a problem with that Here, you want to talk about my air system. We've talked about this before. I can't find it now. Why can't I find it? Okay, here. it's My air system meets all OSHA OSHA and federal requirements where we're written to ensure safe lead levels. It even dictates where the exhaust is to be placed to ensure that the contaminants are pulled away from the shooters. You could make the case that even if it is an indoor activity, it's safe due to both physical barriers and the airflow. Air indoor shooting ranges are safer than going to the store and shopping. Absolutely. My my range, the air flows from back of the range, front of the range, front store, out to the traps at three miles an hour. Right. Okay. We do not recirculate the air. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting upset here. But people could come in. We can put one person or one f- household per port. We won't do any rentals for the first couple of weeks till the curve is gone, or we have a vaccine or a microchip or whatever the hell they're going to do. I put sneeze guards up everywhere. All my employees wear masks. I have gloves. We sanitize everything. Enough already. Uh,
1: I, I don't want to piss you off even more, but you, know, you talk about the fact that the, that, that the, uh, the data determines you know, what they're going to do. And I keep going back to this horse's ass, Neil Ferguson from uh, the Imperial College. Let me just give you some idea of what this guy's track record is. In 2005, he predicted that there would be 2 million people dead from bird flu, right? Remember bird flu? back Yeah. Okay. Well, the actual number that died worldwide, 282. He predicted 2 million, 282. Then, in 2009, when swine flu, flu, you know, N1H1 hit, uh, he predicted it would kill 65,000 people in the UK alone and infect a third of the world population. How many people died? 457. Now, the the guy's in bed with WHO, and the guy's, he's got ties that are a little spurious. If you dig into this guy's (laughs) background. Good word. um, He's got a little bit of, you know, a lot of connections with the vaccine industry. And if you look at J.P. Morgan uh, estimates that the the vaccine industry is about a seven to ten billion dollar a year business.
2: That's not pharmaceutical, ladies and gentlemen. That's just vaccine. That's just vaccine. Just vaccine. That's one aspect of the entire medical and pharmaceutical industry.
1: Absolutely. Go ahead. And Bill Gates is, you know, totally involved with this guy. Uh, You know, the Gates Foundation funds the Imperial College. The Bill Gates Foundation funds the WHO. This guy is connected with, with you know, some shady characters at WHO. Uh, He's on a board with 16 other pharma people from WHO on pharma boards for the vaccine industry. Uh, But the guy's never really been right in any of his predictions yet. It was his predictions that spurred this whole thing on. That Fauci and Scarf Lady uh, et al. at CDC, and CDC, dis- dis- it disgusts me of what's going on at CDC right now. I can't really speak too freely about it. but Understood. It it it's it just disgusts me of the politics being played, but but it's typical. It's just so typical uh, of why I always say to my wife now. I now I remember why I left. It's, it was just every time, you know. It is just the, the the politicization of disease, suffering, and dying drives me mad, and you know they talk about the science right aunt mhm well this whole you know you were talking just before about the social distancing and oh we, we can we can social distance social distance do you know where that phrase came from tell me it was first it actually you science right it really was first used in the movie cognition in you know the about uh I'm not c- cognition contagion back in in um Twenty eleven, uh, so it comes from fantasy. It, it you know the, the word the word itself came from a you know was used in the New York Times back in two thousand six. But um, the whole concept of this quarantining people, this mass quarantine. Do you know where that? What science that comes from? Your, Tell your, me. Your head's gonna blow off. Eyes, are, your eyes are gonna bleed. Um, it comes from the science project of a 14-year-old girl. Nice. Remember how all the straws were going to kill all the turtles in the ocean because if we use the plastic straw that these turtles were dying or some shit like that this sea turtle. So now you could be jailed in California for offering a drinking straw. And that came from the science project of a 9-year-old child. I don't understand why the what the what the hell is going on here? We keep talking about science yet there is no absolute science. This this stuff of social distancing and the and and the um uh you know the whole concept of what we're doing right now. This has never been applied before. Ever. Uh, it wasn't applied in any of the, the past pandemics, uh, the 1968-69 the uh, pandemic, the 1957 pandemic, the, the 49 to 52 pandemic, even the 1918 pandemic. None of it. Th- there was never any any let's quarantine everyone. The concept of quarantining is about taking sick people and having them stay at home away from the other people. Not by taking everyone and locking them into a room and, and, and putting them under house arrest. That's insanity. Yet it was developed by a couple of people back uh, for, uh, during the George Bush administration. We're screwed. Yeah, yeah. I How mean, much time do just, we have left? The, the science is, well, we're, we're way over, but uh, oh, we could take a break right I now. I hate you. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we'll take a break right now and, and then we'll... Come back and maybe we'll cool off. I don't know. I gotta go. I'm not!
2: One. I got shit to discuss. Alright, take a blood pressure. No! <laughs> I'll be right, people. We got the kind of power that comes
3: from. back
0: I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise and although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day she was prepared. In her pocketbook a harmless looking lipstick which really contained a powerful man stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise.
3: whatever this is uh, what sitcoms would sound like if they were written during quarantine here we go look at what happened to me i'm not taking care of myself i haven't shaved in the last three days and i ate all the chips on the shelf
2: So the Crown has allowed outdoor ranges to open, outdoor archery ranges to open. Now, I love Alexander Rubian from NJ2AS, but he put a post, Governor Folds and allows gun ranges to open. So he owes me about 30 hours of my life for the past three days I've been answering messages, emails, texts, Instagram, Facebook, what time are you opening, blah, blah, blah. It's still going on today because today, uh, it's crazy. So Cam Edwards uh, from Bearing Arms, we all know Cam well, uh, he posted a breakdown of Murphy's executive order for Outdoor Rangers after talking to Scott Bach. Okay? So here's the deal. This is Outdoor Recreational Businesses can reopen Friday, May 22nd. Using electronic or telephonic reservations and payment systems. Prohibiting impermissible gatherings. Installing physical barriers between employees and customers. This is an outdoor gun range we're talking about. Limiting the use of equipment to one person. Well, outdoor gun ranges, people they are going to bring their own stuff. If they're in the same household, shouldn't they be able to use the same gun? Right. Implementing social distancing measures in commonly used areas. Okay, good. And having de- demarcation and signage, infection control and hygiene practices provide sanitation materials to employees. Require frequent sanitation of high touch areas and limiting occupancy of of uh, restrooms. So, here's the deal. So we're saying we got a range, Cherry Ridge that can hold about 300 people. He doesn't want gatherings bigger than 10 people. Okay, <laughs> like. I, I don't understand this, but you can have 300 Gather, people at in entire, Home Depot. You
1: the entire range? They can only, yeah. only Cherry Ridge, you can only yes. have 10 people come to the range? Yeah,
2: that's what they want, okay? All right? Seriously. It would mean that and PC would be forced to have 10% of its normal capacity.
1: Central Jersey has like, I don't know, maybe six or 7,000 members. So that too? 10, 10 people? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we're waiting to pull the trigger on a lawsuit for indoor ranges. We're waiting for a parallel. Uh, hopefully he'll release something. You know, he said last, like last week on Monday. Something like that. Yeah, he was going to release something more places on Thursday. When he was asked in his presser Thursday, he goes, maybe Tuesday I'll have. He just keeps kicking the can yeah, down right. the road exactly. like the Supreme right. Court, which we're going to get into in a little bit. Yeah. My, my buddy Mike Morano sent me this article from Intellectual Takeout. Uh, faced with legal pushback. Governors across the country are starting to back down. OK, what's happening is we're hoping what happens in New Jersey now with, with Murphy, that we see like Minnesota, Governor Tim Walz eased restrictions on the lockdown uh, after the Supreme Court, the state Supreme Court stepped in and whacked this PP. We're seeing that in Wisconsin, Minnesota, California, uh, Connecticut. Excuse me. We're starting to see it where the elected pukes are getting afraid now because the legislatures, especially in states that are all blue like New Jersey, basically Murphy can do whatever he wants right right there's no separation of powers no and we also have to worry about what judge we're gonna get in Superior Court in Camden County Well, you know what you're okay gonna we're get. gonna have to take it to the Supreme Camden Court we're County to, is dark is dark blue so we're we're gonna you know so it's gonna it's gonna happen but this is the only way we're gonna get some a little bit of crumbs back right now because they're on a power trip i said this a few shows ago these blue states governor murphy is playing chicken with the federal government and we the people are tied to the bumper
1: oh and uh, don't hold your breath because new york new jersey connecticut even pennsylvania all the blue states notice how immediately they they bend a knee to whatever the governor says if you look at the polls the polls suggest that 81 percent of the people right now who are democrats believe that this should continue on maybe because they're getting a thousand bucks a week and, and, you and are they're
2: are they're getting paid yes. are they a government worker right. are they an essential worker right meanwhile new jersey just broke a record 1.2 million people on unemployment million people. It's
1: 1.2 million people who could get through to the unemployment office.
2: There's still about (laughs) 100,000 languishing. Every Thursday, his Department of Labor director comes on, this mealy-mouthed son of a bitch, and he skirts all the questions just like Murphy skirts all the questions. Okay? They all skirt the questions. I am tired of it. I will be at Point Pleasant Monday from noon till 2 p.m., uh, Point Pleasant Beach on the corner of Arnold and Ocean Avenue, Memorial Day. I'm sorry, it's noon till 3, venting. A couple other things. We're going to talk about the Supreme Court in a minute. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Bob Ramo at Shooter's Gauntlet. I've been speaking to him. We're going to have our 1,500-yard uh, class out there in September. The Cheeseman case, obviously, GoFundMe, uh, restore carry nj. Uh, also we got to talk about Marty's V burger. I'm going into the city next week and doing a quarantine crawl at his place. Excellent. Gunfire radio is on Spotify, by the way, uh, knife rights, all knives matter. If you go to knife rights.org, ultimate steel, 2020, uh, donation started 20 bucks and worked their way up. I highly, highly, highly recommend it. Now let's talk a minute. The Supreme court met, we don't know what's going on. Monday's Memorial Day. We won't know till Tuesday. Obviously, they keep kicking the can down the road, okay? <clears throat> but Mark Cheesman posted all of these. Uh, we're waiting for the conference to come out. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten cases before the Supreme Court right now, okay? Uh, and we're waiting to see what they are going to do during this pandemic. Yeah. Obviously, Rogers versus Gruel is a big one. All right. Whether the Second Amendment protects the right to carry a firearm outside the home for self-defense, whether the government may deny categorically the exercise of the right to carry a firearm outside the home to typical law-abiding citizens by conditioning the exercise of the right on a showing of a special need to carry a permit. That's a big one, okay? Mm -hmm. Then we have the Cheeseman case. Whether states can limit the handguns outside the home to only those found to have a sufficiently heightened need for self-protection. And the third Jersey case is c versus New Jersey, whether the legislative requirement of justifiable need, which is defined, does not include general self-defense for a permit to carry a handgun in public mm. violates the Second Amendment. We have three cases, three different angles, three different law firms or law groupies or whatever you know we got us with the nra with schmutter and everybody and then we have david jensen who ain't no slouch with the cheeseman case and then we have the select case we have a lot going on here and then there's seven other cases i don't know what the supreme court is going to do but they you know it's this will be its third conference now where they still haven't made a decision on any of those cases all right and it's so important to us to get one of these cases picked by the Supremes. Hopefully the rest gets sent down and they say, let's use strict scrutiny or something. But, you know, we have the pandemic and the shutdown. This is this and the quarantine crawler. The only two things that keep me going. Yeah, I'm going to be quite honest with you. Yeah. It's the only thing I am selling assets to stay in business Right. like every other business. Right. OK, I'm selling that assets can. to say already bil- not out of business. Correct. I'm. Uh, I'm selling inventory and swag and doing videos. I I almost feel like I'm begging, you know, just to stay in business. And let me tell you something. I am humbled, humbled by the people that step up. A quick list because I got other shit to talk about anyway. Mike Daly, gold membership. D Block Environmental renewed their corporate membership early. William Blake from South Dakota bought swag. Mark Dacos (laughs) and Holly Dacos bought more swag. Kevin Murphy came up from Elizabeth and bought swag. Mark Sanchez, a gift card. Heather Batten, a gift card. Jude Nizan, he bought swag. He's from San Diego. (laughs) Okay. John Oyster bought swag from Colorado. Christian Norcia bought swag from Georgia. And Carl Palladino came in and renewed his gold membership seven months early. Wow. Seven wow. months early.
3: Wow.
2: <laughs> I mean, anyway. Well, we
1: got it, like you say all the time, you know, we, we've got to, we've got to patronize each other. We have to really just try to support each other because – all the forces are aligned right now against us. And New Jersey, New York is, is probably the worst. New York, because of that buffoon governor uh, who took sick people and put them into nursing homes and then spread this disease like it's going out of style. Which is
2: 60 or 70 percent of the deaths. Every yes. death is tragic. Yes. I do not want to minimize it. Do not call me an ogre. Do not call me a monster. Okay, every life is valuable. It's somebody's mom, dad, aunt, whatever. I, it, I agree, but we should have quarantined the high-risk people and the elderly. Right, right. We're we're at a point now where these governors, because they want federal aid and they're afraid of a second wave or afraid of a spike or a peak, they just keep their feet planted in the ground. Look, you yeah, have to. There's risk and reward in life. It, it's gonna happen. The the, the the thing is,
1: and what what drives me. Uh, uh, crazy, uh, I can't speak for everybody, but what drives me crazy is the fact that this is a virus. A virus will continue and, until it infects everyone on the planet, planet, or runs out of hosts. Period. End of statement. Full stop. This is exactly what's going to happen. More people will get sick. More people will die. it does not matter. All we're doing now is slowing the progress. There's something to be said for having one great shot that hits and then dealing with the aftermath, which is what has happened traditionally in the history of pandemics. We've never, ever made this approach. This approach is a very dangerous approach. And again, I'm not minimizing either. You you know, my wife is a, a gerontologist. Yes. And she consults to a very large VNA in the state. And this past week, they lost another two people health. uh, I mean, nurses who have died uh, from from this uh, from this disease. And, uh, you know, it's 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 tragic and it's going to happen. There's nothing you can really do about this. Don't hold your breath for a vaccine. The same reason we don't have a vaccine for the common cold is the same reason because it is the same virus. It is an RNA coronavirus. The same reason that you you don't have that, you won't have this. It mutates way too fast. It hasn't been done in history. That doesn't mean it can't be done, but don't hold your breath for it. And, and for, for politicians to be making statements that we are going to, Keep the state closed, like in California, that lunatic out there, until we have either a vaccine or a treatment. Are you serious? We we, we didn't do that for every single other pandemic; we fared just fine. Yes, people are going to die, and 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 we know the groups of people who are going to die. You know, unfortunately, I asked my wife uh, about the the two uh, nurses that died. Uh, just recently, uh, both of them were middle-aged people and had, uh, you know, one did have some underlying health conditions. Uh, you know, she had uh, asthma, lung conditions, but uh, the other one, they're really not sure. You, you know, she had a history of breast cancer, but that's about it, and that really doesn't play into the game. But yes, people are going to die, but the vast majority of them are going to be in a sp- particular group. Uh, this t- this particular um, flavor of the virus, the New York flavor of the virus seems to be spreading the worst and 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 uh, and, and and wreaking more havoc. But it's coming back. <laughs> you know, it's going to come back. It's going to come back this flu season. It'll be back again, late September, October, throughout that period of time. It'll take a quiescent if it if it follows the same trajectory as every other. Coronavirus, every other seasonal flu, it it'll wane. A new strain of it will come back out again in January and run through late March, April
2: of next year. Well, that's all they talk about—is the second wave.
1: Well, there's going to be a second wave and a third wave, and and, and again, the waves are the waves, and, and you know, the, and again, the, the, the you can't you can't close down the world and expect it to happen. The the more people, the worst thing you can do. We're finding out now, do you, did you know that CDC backed down on their uh, guidelines very quietly? They didn't publicize this. But again, this is what pisses me off about what's going on. Um, it, it, remember in the beginning, they said you had to sanitize your groceries. In fact, we even talked about it. How to sanitize yep. your groceries, all that other crap, because the virus lives seven hours on plastic. and Well, um, Once the non-government people, non-government scientists got a hold of this, they find out, like the uh, Minister of Health in Sweden, who himself is a virologist, um, said, no, no, it's a coronavirus. It's not going to happen. We haven't found that in Sweden. Uh, It's not going to happen that way. Well, it's true. They back that off of their... CDC guidelines. Mm-hmm. So the need for gloves is not even there. Unless someone coughs physically into their hand, touches a doorknob, and you run up right behind them and lick the doorknob, uh, you're not going to get it, the transmission that way uh, statistically. Let's put it that way. Okay, I have to be very careful about what I say. But the, uh, the main transmission is face-to-face contact, for exposed, prolonged periods of time. Like when you take all the people in the household and, you know, cloister them in with granny. Need I say any more?
2: Nope. Make your I own agree. conclusions. I agree. We're. Uh... We're in a shit position here. And again, th- I know what they all want. They want federal bailout. You know, Murphy keeps saying, we don't want a bailout. Of we course. just want to be able to pay our police and fire and uh, teachers yeah. and EMS right. and crossing guards and right. government workers and stuff. It's
1: a bailout. Right. And California said the same thing. And if you don't give it to me, uh, then we're going to fire the uh, police and the fire and the EMTs first. We're going to lay them off first. It's a threat. Yeah. Let me see how that happens. Hey, I have an idea. Why don't you stop paying illegal immigrants?
2: No. And how about how about we're probably people we release from prison probably qualify for you know all kinds of government money?
3: Of course they
1: do. Of course they do. All right, we're uh, going to take a break for a final second.
2: <laughs> Yes. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. the quarantine crawl has taken a life of its own. And uh, anybody that wants to see the whole thing, you can just go to Gun for Hire forward slash C-R-A-W-L. C-R-A-W-L. And uh, I'm about 120 businesses so far that I've done. I've posted Wouldn't about 100. It would be nice if you were
1: getting paid for this. You
2: don't know, want to know something, Sandy? I am getting paid. I'm yeah, getting I paid. Uh, yeah. I'm getting paid. I'm being fulfilled by what, what, yeah. is, what is going on in the community. Because we're
1: helping each other.
2: You know one of our one of the guys I visited uh, found out about another company I visited down Elizabeth Truck Center and bought a hundred and thirty thousand uh, dollar flatbed for his business because of me. so I told him I get a ninety nine percent commission with a five percent rebate
1: right exactly
2: <laughs> uh, the the outpouring of unity. I've been getting and the business is getting back to me about how much business they've gotten. You know, Carl Palladino was in here the other night. He didn't know the dessert ladies existed. And for mother's day, he sent her a dessert ladies package. And his mom said it was phenomenal. Oh, you know, that's great. Uh, let me tell you something. When you are uh, out of quarantine, we're going to take a ride up to neck to a kosher smoke place. Sandy senders smoke joint hmm. in neck. Gabe uh, Gabe Gilbert is a Gun for Hire alumni here, and uh, he uh, he told me to come on up, and I did. And uh, let me tell you something: I had a smoked brisket sandwich; it weighed about eight pounds. <laughs> <laughs> and uh since then um uh, he's gotten hit with a lot of new customers and stuff so it's it's taken a life of its own and i and i'm and i'm so glad that i did it and matt is going to put on the wall of gun for hire when this is over a huge poster with a map of new jersey with all the places i visited. oh great and the quarantine crawl page is going to stay up forever so if you're listening. If you have a business product or service and you're Pro 2A or you know a business product or service Pro 2A, Anthony at com. If you don't know if they're Pro 2A or you know they're not Pro 2A, don't waste the keystrokes. I'm not coming. Is this good just for New Jersey, New York, uh, Pennsylvania? Well, or? I'm handling like a 60, 70-mile radius. I don't have shit to do. Cool. So anybody – I mean I went all the way down to Rocky Hill right outside Trenton. Yeah. And I went all the way up to Wantage, uh, Wantage uh, Sussex County. So I've hit everything, okay? But, you know, it's important because what what I'm doing here is it's important that we as a family all help the small shop owners, yep. okay? During awesome. this pandemic, we realized the importance of family and all the hard work that went into our businesses, okay? So I want everybody to understand that. Th- this is typical message I get. I just wanted to say thank you, and I love what you're doing on the quarantine crawl. It's awesome to see you out there supporting those who need it and who have supported you. I have been interested in shooting for a while, and recently a co-worker recommended your place. After following you on Instagram for a short while, I know I found the right place to get trained, shoot, and buy my first gun. Can't wait for this pandemic love that, by the (laughs) way—to be over. You definitely have my support. Can't wait to hear you say your range is open again. Jamie on on Instagram. I get 20 of these a day, Sandy.
1: That's great.
2: From people telling me all the time, I love what you do. I share it. I spread it. Uh, uh, it's just flourishing, you know? And, yeah, yeah. and yeah, I you know, it started by an accident. Matt had an idea. Matt was like, West Essex Diner was coming to deliver. He's like, why don't we do a video on the shutdown? So he lit the flame. Yeah. And then when I was home under lockdown, I'm like, you know what? Let me go out and, and, and visit some businesses. I have people... Like Laszlo, Carl Palladino, George Y from Firematic, they're following me, Sandy. (laughs) I post – Kenneth Edward just just went to Smokers and posted a picture. I I, I go somewhere, and then the next day I see them posting. That's great. You know, and they send me a message. I went there or whatever. And then the owners of the businesses are telling me this one came in and that one came in. Keep it up, people. Keep it up. So a couple of things. It's taken a life of its own. And I could not be any happier or prouder of the 2A community. I mean, look at Tony Simon. He bought he paid it forward and bought cases of ammo from me to keep me afloat.
1: Yeah.
2: And then he got three cases of ammo donated to him right. from listeners. Right. I mean, you can't you can't make that shit up. And I want to give a shout out to a couple of businesses that I, I'm gonna quarantine crawl. But I can't do it right now. I want to do it when the Crown finally releases us. But I have a a food prep service, Tony Cooks. She shoots here. City Tropics Tanning Salon. They're great people. They're in Nutley. Final Round Training in Little Falls. Anytime Fitness uh, in Cliffside Park. Title Boxing Club in Wayne. Accurate Inspections right here in Woodland Park. Health on Main Wellness in Little Falls. Trevi Fine Jewelry right here in Woodland Park. Iron Culture Gym, Cedar Knowles, Physical Graffiti, Tattooing, Buddy Paul Nolan, one of the earliest advertisers on Gun For Hire Radio. Yeah, one of the first. Yes. The Dance Bag, For All Your Dancing Needs, in Paramus, They're they're members of the range here. Uh, Jay Mickens music, my buddy Jay, com, great music. Uh, Tracy and I are in one of his videos. We talked about this before. My buddy George, who trains me, cross-country mortgages. That's his full-time job. Those are the businesses I'm going to hit. What do I have queued up right now? Roger Garrett, Purely Water. Laszlo, Monster Coatings. The I Place in Whippany. Another lawyer, Peter Tillum in New York. Okay, who's helped me out tremendously and other customers. The Green Pond Grill in Rockaway. Marty's V-Burger. I'm going to go see him. He's offering a discount, by the way. Uh, On Time Signs in Stanhope. And this one I'm going to Monday or Tuesday. Wesco Fruit and Nut Products. Oh. Mm. Yes. And then I have some more on the queue. Magical Moments Vacations. Castellano Electric Motors. Wilson Auto Body right behind me. We're doing one for US Law Shield with a discount code for Gun for Hire. So, what have I done so far? You can go on gunforhire forward slash quarantine crawl, but I've done about a hundred businesses. Okay? I have people sending me hot sauce jailhouse jerky sent me samples and people are sending me shit now okay and but they show their support like johnny yeah. m from mr cupcakes him and his dad came in and bought ammo the other day yeah. he was one of my earlier quarantine calls but him and his dad have been shooting at the range since we've opened i've attended charity functions for him and donated you know stuff so we all keep it in the family uh it's just, it's just blown up, man. And uh, I don't know. I might continue it. I might be the new guy, Fu Fietti. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, I'm not reviewing anything. I'm just going out. If you haven't seen it, I'm just going out and I'm pitching the business, product, or service. Uh, if it's a food place, I order it anonymously. Uh, Gabe didn't know I was coming up to send her smoke joint. And I ordered it, and I went in to pick it up, and then I, I was waiting outside because of social distancing, and he came out. He's like, why didn't you tell me you were here? I said, no, that's the point. I, don't, I didn't come up here for free shit. He goes, well, I'm throwing some extra stuff in the bag for you. Sandy, he threw in corn muffins with jalapenos, oh. plain corn muffins, and he makes these little deadly donuts, these oh. little tiny deadly donuts. He also has beef jerky, too, but we have to go there and eat. OK, we have to go there when this shit is over. Oh, definitely. I'm uh, hungry I've, got, I've gone to so many places, man. <laughs> I, I mean, it is a pisser and I'm so happy and I'm glad the gun people are all keeping it in the community. Uh, as far as my asset sale to stay alive, I'm having additional asset sale Thursday, 528 from 5 p.m. till 8 p.m. And Sunday, 531 from 11 till 2, and we will be doing retired police security and private carry qualifications that day from 11 to 1, pass it on. I'm hoping to be open with social distancing guidelines in a week or two, and maybe we can get this madness to end, yeah. but it doesn't look like it's going to go that way. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, but I'm hoping we are, but, uh, people have been giving me reviews on, uh, Google TripAdvisor, Yelp, and Facebook. So I, I thank you all. I'm back on, uh, LinkedIn. Oh, my Twitter account is still locked down, but, uh, yeah, but, I'm <laughs> but I'm back on LinkedIn. Uh, they finally, after three weeks or so, they sent me a lengthy letter whacking my PP. I was promoting, uh, criminal actions because I posted a video in defiance of the Crown's executive order, and I was endangering people because in my video, we were not practicing uh, proper social distancing. So, yes. So, yes. So, that's the deal. I'm, uh, I'm getting my ass kicked there. But, yeah, come on down for the ammo, Swag Sale. We still have plenty of face masks left. I think we have about 600 Uh, Gun for hire face masks left. They're black and red. You can put them on either way. Uh, And they are a whopping $7 a piece. Uh, I look forward to next week's Supreme Court decision. I'm waiting to see what the crown is going to say to release us. But you know what he's like? Uh, Murphy is like a guy taking a final exam and sitting to his right is Cuomo and he's peeking at his yeah, paper.
1: Right, exactly, right.
2: Okay, that's that's what it comes yeah. down to. He's Mm-mm. peeking at his paper to uh to see what the hell is going on.
1: And unfortunately, uh, he's he's peeking at the class dunce's paper.
2: Yeah, correct. You're copying from the dumbest guy in the class. Yeah. You know, your seating should be better. The worst
1: outcome in the world. In the world, not just the United States in the world, based on your decisions,
2: Governor Cuomo? Harpo Cuomo. Yes. Fredo's brother. Fredo's brother. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people have been asking what we're going to do when we open. I don't know yet. It depends on what the crown, uh, what the guidelines are for indoor businesses. So everybody hang tight. A lot of people are asking the date. Obviously, I don't know. Remember, the executive order was for outdoor ranges only. Right. Excuse me. Uh, but we'll get there. We're going to have to prevail. The thing that scares me is no one's going to remember this next November. You know? Yeah. Uh, one thing I heard uh, from a prominent Democrat is they're pushing Murphy to get off the stick as well because they're concerned. People that are up for election this November, they're not concerned about losing. You know what they're concerned about, Sandy? No. Campaign contributions. Oh.
1: Yep. Well, no, they're not concerned about losing because everybody
2: votes Democrat in the state. Correct, but really they're matter. worried they're worried about fundraising. Unbelievable. If he but but listen, good. Good. Let them worry. Yeah. Let them worry. I've come out yeah. public. Nobody's getting shit from me. Right. Nobody's getting shit from me. You have my business closed two months, maybe three months. You're gonna come knock on my door. I need you to buy a two hundred dollar a ticket, a, a table of ten people right. for my freeholder race, or my mayor race, or my council member. You're not getting shit. Right. You're not getting shit. I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna return your fundraising request with a copy of Phil Murphy's executive orders. Right. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. Go see the crown for the money because I don't have shit. And a photo of
1: your uh, electric bill.
2: Yeah, I'm telling you right now, people better remember this because the fundraising starts. It starts as soon as kids go back to school. In September, I start getting all the requests. Can you buy a table? Can you buy an ad? Can you come to my event? Can you go to here? And a lot of them aren't going to have events because of social distancing. Right. So what they're going to be doing is they're just going to be trying to hit you it's for fifties, right. hundreds, everybody.
1: Right. They're just going to strong arm you for you know instead of the event for
2: you know for the to sponsor a page in the program that everybody throws out. So here's a great idea, everybody listening. When you get fundraising stuff from our elected officials, Republican, Democrat, or in, uh, Independent, put a picture of Phil Murphy in it and send it back. <laughs> How's that? I How's that? It. I love that. Put a picture of the crown in there.
1: <laughs> there you go. With teeth and all. Yeah. With the, oh, There's no other way.
2: <laughs> Thank you all for your support, for coming down and buying my inventory so I could pay the bills. <laughs> I love you all. Gun people truly are the best people. We will prevail, even though I'm toxic. <laughs> 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 I love it.
1: Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a kind of think-media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. On behalf of our (laughs) toxic show host, (laughs) Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, behind masks, we love you guys. Stay safe, wash your hands, and social distance. Bitches. And now a little quarantine music to take us out from former W.O.F.L. Fox 35 sports anchor Penn Holderness and his wife, Kim, the Holderness family.
3: Each day is more like a creepy dream from a movie scene. All day at home with my family. Can't see anyone. Put on pants. Get a mail. Turn around. Maybe go on a run. See a friend dive away on the ground. I never shower in quarantine. It's bad hygiene, and now I'm taking up gardening. Who have I become? Put on pants, get the mail, turn around. The people getting restless. Left to do, but we gotta make it through. Hey, the quarantine is not quite over. What if I can't go out and see everyone until 2021? I can't. For forty days and for forty nights, we've been in this room, and we can't stand the same meal plan, chicken again. On the edge, on the verge, breaking down, yeah. We've given up most nights, and just microwave these bagel bites. Bagel bites! Bagel bites! <laughs> Parents old, two months ago, they show us homework and we would help. We would try hard. Now we give up and go watch Die Hard. They're too young. Everybody tells me be careful what you do. Don't go around breaking all the rules. Hey. And I know that it's important. And we gotta stay at home. But I'm feeling so alone. I'm like a dog without a bone. Hey. The quarantine is not quite over. When can I go back out and see everyone? Will it be 2021?
1: Keep the faith. See you next week.